is Sammy. Welcome to Living with the In-Laws. Today is my podcast number six, and it's April 28th. Today I wanted to discuss a topic on what I felt like was important to some of us, and that is actually living with the in-laws. Now, believe it or not, I lived with my in-laws during COVID, so and it happened to be longer than we planned on because of building a home. So most of us are here listening to if it's a good idea to live with in-laws and whether um, they should or shouldn't. And I have to say, I'm in the middle, for sure, but it's all up to you, and I wanted to give you some of the stories I have while I lived with them for almost over a year and a half. When we planned on moving in with them, it wasn't our first plan at all. In fact, we had our first home, and it was around 2019, and it was the perfect time to sell for seller's market. And so we're like, let's just do this. Like, we fixed up this home, and we were going to get double what we put into it. And it was a good timing to sell. And we looked into houses also. um, We thought about buying, but there's only a handful of houses on the market. Like, it wasn't a buyer's market at all in the state I lived in. And so we went back and forth, like, what should we do? Should we build? Should we buy? Should we build? Should we buy? So while we were looking to buy, I also was, was looking for land to buy because um, I wanted to see the options. And where we lived, it was either you build on city, like you have city plumbing and, th- and hookups, or you could buy on dirt and there's sewer and septic. And so I was just really hesitant on what to buy, but I also wanted a good piece of land. So I looked for over a year and I got, I found the perfect spot. I felt, we all felt really good about it. So we bought it. Then we decided, are we going to rent? Or while we're in this transition of building. And so we were, I was looking at places and the the problem we had is we have, we have kids. Um, That's not a problem. Like that's a great thing, but like, you know, you have to look for rooms, but also dogs. So we had dogs and everyone who rents we know it's double the fee a monthly fee for rent so basically we're looking at a whole nother mortgage so while I was out looking for houses to rent um his his dad and mom came to us and said hey we would love love it if you guys moved in with us it would save you guys money and I wasn't comfortable with this because um I haven't talked about this before but we lived with them in between the time we graduated medical school and moved and so we moved and we're looking for a home so it was only for a few months we lived with them and at that time his mom was persistent like pushing us out the door like get out of my house basically like here's all like every day like the minute I moved in with them because I moved out a week before my husband did because I was like um because we closed on our rent like it was done and so I'm like I'll just live with your parents and meet you there so the minute I moved in with him this first time was uh she was sending pictures like here's this home go see this one let's get the realtor you know and that happened with the first house so I just felt like I don't know if I can move in with them again I don't want to feel pressured of being out like I know we have a time like we need to be out because you don't want to live with your in-laws forever and I get that I understand so I was like looking and I'm like, this is just the renting thing wasn't going to work. And so I'm like, all right, we're going to move in with them. And this was craziness because they only have a two bedroom house. <laughs> like, it's, it's really just a two bedroom house. And so I really just, I was like, how are we going to do it with the kids? And so I kept going over to their house. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if we could do this. And so I, 
I finally looked at it like pretty much the bedroom is by an office and so we and it's a section where we're not even by the parents like we're not by the kitchen we're not even by their bedroom so we would have our own little section of the house which was which was nice and so and this was really nice of them to do and so we looked at this as a positive thing, like we were going to save money, but we also took into consideration, like we were going to pay for utilities while we lived there. Um, we paid, we also said an agreement, I would be cooking every meal. So we, I bought all the groceries and then I cleaned the house. Um, they paid for a maid, so I was saving them money in that way, but not really like saving them money. Um, they were helping us out more than anything. Now we enter October. We sold the house within a week. Like, seller's market was, like, booming, boom, boom. And so we moved in, and um, everything was really busy. Like, we had holidays. You got Halloween, Thanksgiving, Christmas, voila. And before I even, like, did this, by the way, before moving in, uh, I checked with several builders. Like, hey, how, we don't want to be with my in-laws this long. Like, I want to be out. Like, we want to be, like, quick. But we also want good quality in the house that we're building. So I went with, oh, like, four builders. And I looked at all their floor plans, and I went back and forth. And I'm like, well, let's see who can do the best time in a reasonable um, money, you know money too and so we found a great one and so we moved in it was October and I'm like here's our plan we're gonna be out this time and we were like yeah this is great like like we're, we're gonna be out of the way like the kids have school we have holidays and other activities the kids were doing like karate or gymnastics and tumbling ballet whatever we were busy so this is all moving fast and um then guess what happens um, COVID, COVID hits, of course, COVID hits, March, with COVID hitting, um, our, my, my father-in-law and my husband work at the same medical practice, like, they work there, and so we were shut down together, and we were all living in the same house, that was, like, two-bedroom home, <laughs> and we were stuck there for months, because where we, in the state we lived in, our lockdowns went on for months like they didn't open us up for a very very long time and you could only take emergencies this was like ridiculous by the way but um so we were all crammed into this little house with kids and I think all of us were just going crazy and and then to top it off um we hear his sisters buying this house a house they couldn't even afford believe it they couldn't even afford this house and so his parents were like, hey, we're going to go take the vacation home for a little bit. And they're going to move into our room, their bedroom. And I'm like, what? So we're going to have like 10 people living in this house. And I'm like, well, who's going to take care of everything, like the food and stuff? Because I knew very well his sister wasn't going to do anything because she doesn't cook and clean. They have a maid and they eat out. And so I was like, oh, no, I just don't. I don't like this. And I'm like, how long is this going to happen? Well, first of all, they were buying a house so expensive that they couldn't afford it. So they needed someone to co-sign with them. Then they didn't have money for a down payment. So his parents paid for that. And then that's a whole other story um, in itself because whatever. So they were moving with us until they could sign the papers on this house. And you want to know how long we all lived in the same house together was for over a month. I'm not even kidding. Over a month, a month time. 
And with COVID, every every parent knows that homeschool and um, schooling sucked. Like it sucked. You had all these computers. We had like six kids at a computer, and I was there helping and like getting them online and helping them with homework because their mom was just sleeping. Like that's all she does. She just sleeps all day. But anyway, so she's just sleeping away. And here I am helping, cooking, cleaning, cleaning up the kids. And I'm just going crazy. And I talked to his dad, like, I can't do this. Like, um, how long is this going to be? Like, you can handle this. This is fine. You you got this. And I understand they were helping us. But at the time, it was like, I was getting, like, to the point. I was at my breaking point. Like, I can't do this any longer. I mean, give me a break. I can't take care of two families. You know, this is hard. But after, like, the fourth week of them waiting and finally getting the inspection and closing, and then they also had his mom, the brother-in-law, his mom decided to move in with them to help them pay for their their luxuries um, way of living. So she decided to move in with them, and it all worked out. So they finally moved out, and I was like, yay, finally we get, like, a little more space, and then his parents come back, and, and then his... It's just weird. Like, I I just don't, like, I don't, like, not get along with his mom. I don't say anything to her face. But I, I get this tension, like, this body build up. Like, oh, why are you doing this? Like, like they parent my kids in front of me. And this is the worst thing as a, your own parent. Like, you just don't do that. Like, I'll, I, my kids always fight me on things. Like, hey, it's time for bed. So when I'm fighting them to get to bed, they cry, like, no, I don't want to go to bed. And they throw tantrums, and then they do this in front of the in-laws. And so, of course, what's my in-law going to do? Oh, I'll, they can stay up with me. I'll watch them. And it's like, no, that's not the issue. The issue is they need to listen to me. I'm their mom. And I really want them to respect my boundaries. Like, come on, let me discipline my kids or let me put them to bed. It's not your place to tell me in front of my kids that it's not okay because they're just gonna second guess me and not listen to me so deciding who's the parent is a big thing when you take kids into your in-laws home you have to understand like and set boundaries at first um I I did tell them I but they don't listen um I told them like hey let me be the parent um we have these things these rules and we want them to listen to us we're the moms and dads of course, that doesn't work the very in some circumstances, and it didn't work in mine, but maybe it'll work for you guys, and maybe you can write it down on pieces of paper and learn, like, hey, these are the things we want to take control of. Like, if we're going to live here, have these rules, and have them look into that, because those are going to be important for them to follow, and you want them to always look, hey, read the paper. This was part of the guidelines of us moving in. Other issues were, like, buying. Like, as a mom, I... I like my kids to work for things. Like, I buy them what they need, like clothes and food, whatever, and shoes. But, like, I like them to work and earn what they want, like toys. And so when we lived there, it was issues. Every day, his mom would go out and buy my my kids things, things that we didn't need and I didn't want them to have because I felt like she wasn't listening to me. Like, I even asked, like, please don't buy things. Like, we have enough. And we're not, this isn't even our house. But I just – I know you're trying to – um, is it helps please you because you buy things because it makes you feel good and that's how you love your grandkids. I get that, but it's not something I am comfortable with because I want them to earn 
what they're they're getting. Of course, that turned into a completely different thing. And there was a slap in the face when she came back and said, well, I'm the grandparents and I can do whatever I want with them. You're the parents, so of course you have to discipline them and things. But I can do whatever I want with my grandkids. So, yeah, look at who you're living with it before you move in. But trust me, it, it will <laughs> turn into a thing. One other thing that was like the weirdest thing when I moved in we moved in, we had the kids, and she would bathe with my my kid, my daughters, like, in the bath with her. And this was, like, this is weird. I was, like, what? And my kids aren't older. They're, like, toddler, right? Well, like, I had one in school. But it was, like, this is weird. I'm not comfortable. Like, I don't even like my own daughter looking at me naked. <laughs> and that's just me. Maybe I'm, like, like, don't. Like, I have those boundaries. Like, I feel like, why is my daughter looking at their... I don't want her to remember my her grandma naked. Like, nobody wants to see that. Like, this isn't good. So, um, before any time she ever came home, I heard her bathe the kids. Like, I just, like, made it a habit to where, like, I'd bathe them before she got home. Because I did not want that going on. <laughs> and I even talked to my husband about it. And I don't know if he ever said anything to mom... His mom, he told me he did, but I could be wrong. Who knows? I just thought it was, like, the weirdest thing, and I wasn't comfortable with that. Maybe you guys are, but no, 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 I am not. Now, I'm going to go back to during the COVID whole situation. Now, now we were all going crazy. We would buy puzzles, and puzzles were hard to find at stores, by the way. Like, we would buy puzzles to keep ourselves entertained. We, and because it happened in March, luckily, the weather was getting nice, and so we would go on walks, like... I think we walked like three walks a day just to get out of the house. And we didn't go to parks because like everything was shut down. They, our city taped off our parks so kids couldn't even go play at the playground. And so I was just like, this isn't like, like talk about mentally challenging for a lot of people in our society at this time. And especially for us, because we were actually living with our in-laws and so when they had this vacation home, they would go, we would switch off and use it, like rotate back and forth. And we got lucky that way. And most people don't have that. And luckily we did, but still it wasn't even enough because we were still tippy toeing, like walking on eggshells with living with them. Like we couldn't, I couldn't even make dinner right. And like, what are we eating? Oh, that doesn't sound good. Or I'm not hungry. I'm on a diet or things like that. And it's always like hard because it's like you plan all these meals and they don't eat it. So when they see the grandparents not doing it, my kids see my gran the grandparents not doing that, they do it too. And so it's just like, okay, well, if the parents are doing, the grandparents are doing that, the kids are like, well, I don't want to eat that because grandma's not eating that. Or I'm not going to go to bed because grandma says it's not time for bed. And so those were always just hard things and it got frustrating. Like I was ready to like move away. Like I was like, I just want to move away. Please, let's go. Let's go. But obviously, you can't move away because everyone's on lockdown themselves. So that was stressful and hard. So other stressful things that were challenging, too, is I tried my best to keep the kids out of the my in-laws' hairs. Like, I didn't want them. After dinner, I, I would put them in our rooms, like, in our back area, our living area, because I didn't want them to bug them because I could tell they would get irritated they locked their doors, like, making sure the kids didn't get in. And I understood, like, there's space. And so I always made sure, and you can do this if you move in with in-laws, is after dinner I would put them in our, our living area 
like our little tiny space, our office space. And I would read to them, draw with them, make activities, like do things so they're not in their way. And I had to do that during COVID because we didn't have activities. We didn't have ballet. We didn't have karate. We didn't have school going on. And so it was just a different challenge. It was very challenging. And I'm glad that was over with. I don't even like to think about it. I think I, I blocked that out of my memory. Um, it was so, it was so bad that I just, it's blocked out. Like I, I just don't remember ever living with them because I don't want to think about those bad things. Another situation I have with living with them was, um, I had little ones. Like I had one that was a baby, a little bit older. I was nursing him and we were about done. And even then you don't have privacy. There's no privacy. There's no sex time. There's no um, shower, like getting naked or like getting in the shower because they judge you when you're in the shower and your baby's crying because they know you're not taking care of them. And I always felt pressured because like, I gotta, okay, the baby's taking a nap. I can hurry and hop in the shower and get undressed. I did that. I remember one time I did that and the baby was just fussy all day, like teething, teething. And I was like, I need to just shower. So I just laid him in the, in the, the crib. I'm like, I'm just going to give five minutes and hurry and rinse off because I just needed that me time. And so I did that, and his mom came into my room while I was in the shower and took the baby. And she just said passive-aggressively, I can't believe your mommy's not here taking care of you because she was very passive-aggressive. She said things like that all the time. And that was hard. And um, maybe your mother-in-law isn't like that. Maybe you want that help. Maybe you want them to help. But I never liked – I like to do things on my own, and I believed in not asking and things like that. Now, I talk about kids, and um, this is another story I had while living with them, was um, getting pregnant was difficult. It took us a long time to have it, like over almost five years until we had our first. And we went to several fertility doctors in several different states, too. We almost left the country, too, to go do it. Um, but finally, we ended up getting pregnant. And I have endometriosis, so when you have periods, it's, the harder it is to get pregnant each time. Even though we still, each each baby, um, we still had help from the doctors. But I, we wanted our kids close because endometriosis just doesn't help with periods. And so um, while we lived there, I'm like, let's hurry. Here's the time. We've lived here for already like six months. And we already had our time of when we were going to move into the new house. So we knew we wouldn't even be living with the in-laws while we had the next baby. And so we got pregnant. But when I get pregnant, I get super, super sick. Like, I can't do anything the first, like, 24 weeks. Like, I'm just like, ugh. I can't smell, eat, do anything the first 24 weeks. So I just get sick, and everyone knows it. And so I had to tell his parents. Now, when we told them, I was actually very surprised at what they said. They looked at us and said, I can't believe you're pregnant. You shouldn't be getting pregnant under our house. Um, you should be waiting until you're gone. They said these words to us, and I was just shocked, and I couldn't believe they said this because I think they said that because they're out of, they have control, I feel like, a little bit over our lives, and so when we did this, we didn't, you know, wasn't there, I didn't, we, we didn't ask for their permission, and so it was just a, a blow to them, like, we went under their skin and did something without them. Oh, we were those rebellious ch children who just went out of their way and did this. And I still feel like it, it's a shock because she, my mother-in-law even still says, why don't you guys have more kids? We're not having more. 
But it's like, why don't you have more? We want more kids. You don't do it for the parents. You do it for the grandparents, like, to have more kids. But it's like, no way. Not after that whole thing. That was just a whole shit show, honestly. <laughs> like, that was just craziness. And I shouldn't have sworn. But um, it was just crazy that they would say things like that to us. And so I have some big points I want to bring up, too. When you guys move in with your in-laws or are thinking about moving in with in-laws. So here's the points you should do. You and your husband, your spouse, your partner, whatever, sit down and talk and write down about all the pros and cons of moving in with your in-laws. Maybe it will save you money. Maybe you will. you need the help right now with kids. Or maybe you guys just need that motivation to get out of something you are in a pit under or like having bad things happening and so you just need to move in and have that help so those are good things and just write those pros down but also look at the cons now once you guys make that list and then you do decide to move in with them make another list a list of rules and guidelines you want your in-laws to follow because you're going to need those those are very important and you can even hang that guidelines and rules up on the fridge at their house when you move in like you are the parents you decide the rules. Do not tell me what to do in front of the kids. Or um, if they have a list too, like we want you to pay for bills. We want you to have the kids out of our our area. Keep them out. Do not allow them in the certain areas. Like, you know, go back and forth and have a list before you move in. Because once you moved in, it's going to change and you won't even follow the rules. So do it beforehand and make sure they follow it. So those are just the top rules I have if you're going to do it. Um... I suggest I would never live with my in-laws again. I I think that's kind of the whole COVID and living with them longer than we expected because with COVID, it took us longer to move in. Our building situation went over by like five months longer because of delays and and shortages. Like it just, it delayed us so much. And, and so I feel like we overburdened them and and we went over the time limit. And so set a time too, like how long you're going to live there and don't go over it because once you have that time, I think it helps both parties see, oh, this is when you're going to be out and they look, have something to look forward to. You both do instead of like, I don't know when we're moving out. I don't know what's happening because that happened to us. Like we never knew what was going on because of the shortages and, and that was a surprise and it wasn't like out of, it was out of our control. It wasn't our fault and his parents knew that, but, um, just take into consideration, like, make sure you have a set date of when you need to be out. Those are very important. I hope those points have helped you listen and as you heard my stories. They kind of give you an idea of what it would may be like to live in with, with your in-laws. On the next podcast, Podcast 7, I am going to discuss about kids and how the in-laws have helped, not helped, um, how they wanted to be in the delivery room, and how you can handle the circumstances. So listen in to the next one. Thanks and comment below.